Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Grand Prix. My name is Wendy Lesishi. And I'm George Mini. And I'm kind of uh, confused there. You looked very confused as too. Yes, because you said to me, oh, there's a new Auto Trader podcast jingle. And there I is. There is a little bit of a... Well, it's not a new jingle. It is It is a video from, uh, you know, behind the scenes, things happen before you arrive on set. Huh? And our producers sometimes record me being silly. Um, and there's a oh, was it your singing before? It's my singing. As I walked through I the do. door there. Yeah, I oh. do a lot of singing before. For anybody who doesn't know, that's what happens before we press record. I sing a little. So maybe one day I'll release an album um, or a compilation of all my weird and wacky songs that I sing. Interesting. Yes. What are we talking about today? So today, uh, we're talking about Fuel Wars. Um, so <coughs> I read a very interesting article um, which spoke to how basically there are fuel companies in on the planet who are the biggest fuel companies, by the way, who well, are Exxon Mobil, Exxon, um, I think it's Chevron, you know, Shell, and how they're testing out different synthetic fuels to kind of prolong the internal combustion engine one. But most importantly, just to kind of make sure they're still relevant in the fuel game. Um, and I thought that was quite interesting. And we haven't spoken about EVs in a while, so we'll you know kind of be talking about how electric cars will be causing the next. Um, oil crisis, <coughs> how these companies are implicated, and then talk about the fuel in South Africa. Um, but before we get into that, George, um, I know we just released our new price ratings ad. How much? How much? What do Three million. <laughs> yes. Here's my couch. Bring it. <laughs> Introducing price ratings by Auto Trader. Now you can shop smarter, not harder. <laughs> I don't know if you've had any kind of feedback from people just laughing faces just laughing faces uh-huh. i've received <laughs> as far as we can have received a lot of messages about how people feel about it so and yeah people love it i think um you know there's lots of comparisons to a very popular brand that that kind of pokes fun at, at south africa so i think it's 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 going it's going well in my opinion yeah i mean i think um <clears throat> the ad's doing what it was designed to do make people laugh laugh and then uh, introduce our new feature price ratings yeah if yeah. you haven't seen it, uh, just check it's out the first time Auto Traders done what we've done in the, in, or in gone like humorous, um, um, kind of like only presented the brand right at the end, okay, um, of the ad, yeah, um, so we haven't done that before. Usually, the brand is uh, presented all the way through, yeah, for sure, and uh, um, and this is the first time we've poked um at humor. Mm. And then only present to the brand. So there's two things in that ad that are different to what we usually do. 100%. If you've seen the ad, it's, it's on our YouTube uh, channel. Or go into my Instagram profile, you'll see it. Or pinned Instagram it to profile. the top. 100%. And if you want to know more about that feature, it's on the previous episode. So check that out. Moving on. Um, so how electric cars will cause the next oil crisis? Do you think that's the case? First and foremost, that statement is very, very... So very I think... Loaded. I think... I'm going to just check on this. Um, I think there are 1.3 billion cars in the world... 
uh, number of cars in the world. I think they're 1.3 billion cars. Yeah. 1.446 billion. Ah, I was off for 100 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, 20% of those are in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 1.4 billion cars on the planet. So let me go through the way I think about this. Okay. Then if you, if you take another. Unbearable. Huh? Or data points. Another data point, yeah. So, uh, number of car sales per annum worldwide, okay? Um, and that's just Europe. Worldwide car sales, 67.2 million automobiles. 62.60, okay, yeah, yeah, understood. All right. So 67.2, sorry, not 62.7, 67.2 million vehicle sales worldwide in 2022. Like a 5% sort of turnover rate, essentially, of new cars versus um, the, the car park. Okay, so you're on, the, you're on the right track in terms of the way I think about this. Okay, so we've got 1.4 billion divided by 66 million. Mm-hmm. 67 million, called 70 million, yeah. right? Um. How long is it going to take us to replace the entire fleet if every new car produced and sold at any point in time mm. is an EV? How long is it going to take us? 20 plus yeah, years. 20, uh, 20, 20 odd plus years, years yeah. right? And not all countries are complying yeah. at 2030. Some mm. are 2035. Other countries will be later than that, specifically Africa more than likely. Mm. So, so you've got to... I think f- the, the the point of departure is to replace those 1.5 billion vehicles in the world. If if the car park didn't grow, which it will, because we know that there's lots of room for growth for automobiles, um, it would take a minimum of 20 years mm. to transition the world's fleet mm-hmm. to EVs. Mm. Okay, 20 years. So from 2035, call it 45, 55. Let's say there's a, okay, so there's a window of about 20 years before this question of will electric cars cause the next oil crisis? At least 20 years, At least before, 20 years. before it's a, an immediate sort of issue. Yes. So now you've got, you got to ask yourself, well, because we're definitely not going to have a scenario where <clears throat> suddenly overnight there's no more oil consumption. There's going to be oil consumption for the next three decades mm. at least. So the, um, after 2035, that is, because at the moment we're still producing ICE vehicles. Um, that's if everybody complies. Um, so what do we do in the interim? So these oil companies are thinking about this in the right way. Yeah. Okay. Now, a particular manufacturer that is putting their back behind this kind of fuel research is Porsche. Yeah, I think they did. Uh, I think they were creating a synthetic methanol fuel for racing specifically and to kind of... Uh, Not for racing specifically um, only, mm. but there's a reason. Mm. Um, what's the iconic Porsche model? 911. 911. Mm. So <clears throat> the 911 is a rear-mounted engine, mm. okay? And it's famous for that. It's a rear-mounted It's not mounted between the back wheels... Or, um, you know, behind the back seat, like some Ferraris and 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 and, and other sports cars, it's it's in the rear of the car. That's one of its historical 
kind of USPs. And USPs. One of the things that people love about it, yeah, for sure. Is where that engine is mounted and the yeah. kind of handling that car has, yeah. right? Um, and people buy that Porsche 911 not necessarily for any other reason but because of its history. Mm-hmm. It, has a, it has a very long history mm-hmm. of, 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 of consistent Porsche um, design and build. Probably one of the best sports cars on the road today sure. is the Porsche 911. Yeah. Um, so that's why Porsche is investing in the synthetic fuel. And, uh, and, and, and so how does the synthetic fuel work? Um, and I might be circumventing everything you have on this, uh, um, on this kind show. Of. Kind but of. I, I mean, I was, I was going to speak about the, the Porsche synthetic fuel because I think it's, it's one of, the, it's one of the, the few brands who took the step before a lot. And they, they really started trialing this. In but the reason is the 911. That's sure. the whole reason. For sure. So they, they've been trying. They've been trialing it in racing series. Um. So they have a few 911s that they're currently racing with synthetic fuels. But let's ask ourselves, what is a synth- synthetic fuel? So they use a. It's a, it's a methanol, which I think is. No, but see. where does it come from? So let me let me let me tell you where it comes from. Yeah. Um. Synthetic fuel is is not vastly different to fuel made from oil. Yeah. Okay. Um, the reason it's called synthetic fuel is it because it takes carbon out of the atmosphere mm-hmm. and recycles it mm. um, and turns and then turns into into combustion fuel. Um, and the reason why uh, it's it's something that's on the table for ICE vehicles is because it's in and of itself it's carbon neutral. Yeah, so it's renewable um, as well. Well, it's using what we have in the atmosphere exactly yeah. again. Yeah. Um, through the through the vehicle, it's not taking anything out of the out of the earth. Um, so you can, you know, you can argue that okay, well, we we're uh, you know we're still using um, dirty dirty fuel, even although it's renewable. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is a really good move until the ice fleet is replaced in the world. So I think the thing that's stopping the so I think it's very important to understand that consumers on they don't really care in terms of what you know if it's in certain Porsche drivers do, versus, but Porsche drivers do. So and I bet you there's are, a lot of other people that do. But enthusiasts and people who love car history and the history of cars will you know care about that. But ultimately, a person just cares about getting from A to B. That's why most people buy cars, right? So if it's powered by electric energy versus um, synthetic fuel or internal combustion engine using just a normal kind of fossil fuels um they, they don't really care i think price a, a lot of the, the 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 research i did in this what i found was price is the biggest factor so will electric cars cause the next oil crisis you saying not really not not there's no no, no it, it it will put pressure on the oil prices definitely yeah. so so remember it will it, it'll, it'll likely cause the oil crisis because with synthetic fuel, you're not using the oil. Yeah. So therefore, the oil's kind of, you know, it has to use, be used in other places. I mean, uh, it's, it's likely going to still be used in ships. Mm. Um, likely going to be still used for other stuff, but mm. definitely not um, in the future of uh, of motoring. I saw some research that said that by, I think it's 2025 or 2024, about 2 million barrels will be offset by electric engines, um, by the advent of, of electric vehicles. Um, so it's happening, but you know, you're saying it's not really at a rate where it's going to be devastating. No, for the oil industry, it it it, it likely will be, mm. because the synthetic fuels don't come from that source. Yeah. So therefore, 
your oil crisis statement is likely true. But not right now. <clears throat> in the next, in the next yeah. decade, two decades. After 2035, they'll start feeling it. 100%. So these but until, so if a, if a synthetic fuel company, yeah. right, so Exxon or whoever else, develops a synthetic fuel that can replace oil, mm. then I think it'll just be kind of shifting to a new shifting it, to it would a not new, be oil anymore it'll just be whatever is you know whatever produces that fuel well the the synthetic fuel yeah um the, the the thing we can't get away from though is that even in a synthetic fuel world with a combustion engine from the oil itself only seven percent of that energy gets onto the wheels of the car yeah it's a not, inc- it's not as an internal combustion engine vehicle is highly highly inefficient mm and just for that reason alone, electric vehicles are the future, is the efficiency. Never mind the simplicity mm. and the moving parts reducing. Mm. So I think the 911s will stick around, the sports enthusiasts. I've always said horses were relegated to the racetrack after, um, after the, uh, the turn of this century when, when motor vehicles and the automotive industry came around. Racehorses are now on the racetrack. Whereas yeah. we used to ride them in the streets. Um, and and cars are going, are going to be kind of relegated to only the racetrack. Well, not only. I think they'll still be driving around the streets. Yeah. Right? Um, because chances are those but, cars but are going to be... like mass production and, and mass markets, it's, it's, it's going to be... It'll, be... it'll be electric vehicles. Huh. That's my opinion. I, I somewhat agree. I mean, we've seen this with, you know, different things that have happened, smartphones, TVs. Um, it's just... Kind of what happens, I, I, but I, I do have to disagree with it with regards to the speed. I think we're going to see a much quicker turn, in my opinion. I think as soon as cars can or EVs can can become a lot cheaper than five hundred thousand rand, I can't see. No, it there'll be a tipping point. We yeah. just don't know what that tipping point is or when it and, is. And it's going to be each year. It's going to get quicker and quicker and quicker as well. As Exponential as well. growth curve for sure. Mm. And was it Moore's law? No, yes. yeah, Moore's law. It's yeah. Nice. So yeah, um, let's let's see what happens. But I think we'll be following that closely. It's, I think it's in our best sort of um, interest. I mean, last year I think it's I think it's still going to take twenty years for sure, for sure. I mean, the sales last year EV sales grew by sixty percent globally, um, and that's surely going to slow down at some points. I think right now just the base is, is so low that sixty percent seems like it's a lot. But um, we've seen in South Africa as well, uh, we're doubling. You know, it's even more than the sixty percent just in essence. Yeah, but so we're doubling off uh, of small bases. Small base, yeah. yeah. So just um, on the points of Chevron and Exxon, so they've been trying out uh, these synthetic fuels, and they're coming from soybeans. Um, and they partnered with uh, with Toyota to kind of try out this new synthetic fuel um, in America. And they're finding about – what I found interesting is that it's not completely net zero yet. It's still sitting at around 75% for Chevron, and I think Exxon was at 40%, or the other way around. Um, Exxon says 75%, and then Chevron at 40%. So it's not – Yeah, but that depends, on the, that, mean, that depends on the process. Exactly, um, yeah. Um, I don't know who keeps phoning me, but um, <laughs> let me just put this thing on Do Not Disturb because... Yeah, so I find it quite interesting that it's still not at, at, at 0%, but you're right, it is a good step, and I think it's going to be a great way to kind of <coughs> save the internal combustion engine. Well, there are, there, are, there, are fu- there are fuel processes that are net zero. Mm. Um, you know, taking it from soybeans, uh, is that net zero? Maybe not because it's growing That's out the ground. Exactly. Um, yeah. But if you can take the carbon out of the atmosphere... That mm. surely is net zero. I think uh, Porsche's synthetic methanol exactly. is completely net zero. Um, so there are ways around this. Um, but once again, the process and also the performance, I think, is going to be a, a huge factor on 
what happens. There's so many things and so many well, Porsche is doing it right now. So it's hard to say. Whereas with EVs, we know it's just batteries. Porsches themselves say that um, they they are shooting for eighty percent of the sales of cars being electric. Mm. Um, so they are also on the electric. Um, path, yeah. No, oh, they're on the electric. But they're, they're, the company is going to become an electric car company, mm. right? But they're not letting go of their iconic 911 and maybe some other models. Okay. That's why they're on this uh, net zero and synthetic fuel pathway. Yeah, let's see what happens. Um, I'm rooting for them. I, I personally, I'm, 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 I'm an advocate for for change and I'm an advocate for the future. But I, I do like to think that we're going to have a few of them. Still buzzing around. I hope Lewis Hamilton is still driving. <laughs> um, you know, a lovely Mercedes. That's you know, internal combustion engine. engine. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so uh, <coughs> moving on. So still on the still on the topic of one day. Of one day I will own a nine eleven uh, internal combustion engine nine eleven. Um, just because it's been like a dream of mine for forever. Mm. Um, I've got nothing against ice vehicles. Yeah, I just think they're old technology. For now. sure, they're just old technology. For sure, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep checking in each year and seeing how close <laughs> we are to that. So, South African, um, so in South Africa, the price just went up for fuel, specifically for petrol. I think diesel went down. Have you seen what the rand dollar is doing? I did <clears throat> because of uh, no. our, our friends. Oil, oil is uh, is dollar based, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I did see what's happening there. Um, so there's a little bit more pain at the pumps. Um, so I did some digging to see. We've talked about this before, but not at length, about how much we're paying for petrol and diesel. Um, so I did some digging, and I found that essentially South Africa, we are number 95 out of, out of 168 countries in terms of our price of fuel. In relation to? In relation to, no, that's just the base price of, of petrol on average. Okay, okay. Um, so this is not in relation to anything. This is just base <coughs> price, how much we're paying for it. However, if you flip the script and look at our average income, uh, versus how much on average we're paying for fuel, we're sitting at around six, which is not great. It's about five percent of yeah of our income is 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 fuel, um, which I found quite interesting. And I think that's going to be another conversation that's going to impact the um, how fast we're buying these electric cars. Yeah, well, I mean, <coughs> juxtapose the five percent of income mm-hmm. on fuel, right? Now, bear in mind, most people that pay for fuel in South Africa, or probably around the world, but uh, I can only talk to South Africa, uh, most people that pay for fuel in South Africa pay using after-tax income, mm. right? And uh, tax rates vary anywhere from 18% right to 45% marginal tax rate. On fuel? No, marginal tax rate okay. on your income. On your income, okay. Okay. So if you're at 45% mm. marginal income tax, right? You have to make double the amount of money in order to spend half of it because forty five percent is going to the tax man. So therefore, is five five percent of net income means you have to you you're 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 effectively having to make double the amount of money because of the tax mm-hmm. in order to pay for that five percent. For sure. So the the tax effect on this is 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 big. The second thing is how do we know five percent is good or bad? Because the best country in the world is under 1%, the USA. So USA, I think it's 0.76% of their income essentially is going to, um, this after tax, is going to, 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 fuel. to fuel. Yeah. But if you look at the 0.76%, even if tax is at 50%, mm. it's, it's 0.76%, whereas ours is 5 mm. which would become 
you know. It starts uh, to compound quite, it, quite fast. It, 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 adds up. it scales quite quickly. Yeah. So 0.74% of income in the U.S. goes to fuel. 5% of income in South Africa goes to fuel. I would, I would Something love wrong to with this picture. 100%. Um, and, and we, well, we, you know, we're number six in the world in terms of… Well, who are our peers at 5%? Greece, Chile, Poland, Port- Portugal's at 382 so we can't use, I mean, Portugal's kind of getting low. Hungary, 4.85. Mexico, 6%. Turkey, 7%. Yeah. These are all countries that are... You would think that Mexico has oil or is right next to America. Why is it so much? Is it just their relative incomes are low? I have, I have, I have my own theories, but um, all these countries that I see here have had some sort of socioeconomic issue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's not surprising that we... On that list, but at the very top is Turkey at seven point one six percent, which is exceptionally high, mm. um, exceptionally high. And I think these are the countries where you're going to see some sort of change in terms of, you know, the the uh, the rates of people, the rates that people are buying cars, and the rates that we're going to see EVs um, sort of take up some of that car park. But let's see what happens. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we have. So, and is so there is there Formula One race this weekend? Formula One race this week. We're going to Imola. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens there. Last, well, two weeks ago, the race was a bit shocking. And I'm seeing a lot of chatter from a lot of drivers saying that they're not fans of the season. Um, because of what? Sprint race? There's a lot of changes happening. One, also the domination by Wait. Red Bull is severe. Um, so why, why didn't we have a conversation when there was domination by Hamilton? <laughs> we... We did have that conversation. That conversation was different. No, no, I think you're biased. No, um, no, no, no. The, so that's not the only thing. It's not just about the Red Bull domination. That's just going to, you know, Alonso, in fact, said that we've had that. That's just kind of F1. There's always going to be one team that's kind of dominating. But the drivers are complaining that the racing, excluding Red Bull, because they've just got they've just bought a perfect car, excluding them, um, in terms of the overtaking opportunities, they're finding it harder than last year. Um, so... Well, apparently to, to Pirelli's bringing a new test tire. Uh, qualifying tire, yeah. um, which is a new wet compound, apparently, that improves sustainability. Interesting, because also tires have been spoken about, about how they're overheating this year as well. Yeah. So, you know, lots are happening. Uh, let's go to Imola and, and let's see what the boys can do. I really, really hope that we can come back. We're going to be releasing a new car some new upgrades in, in the next two races. So so, uh, so I must, uh, before we end off, yeah. I must tell you what I had last weekend. What did you have last weekend? The new Kia EV6. Oh, yes, I heard about that. Yeah. What a stunning, stunning electric vehicle. I think yeah. it's the only one in the country at the moment. Fully electric. Uh, fully electric. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you like a few things about this car that I found um, very competitive. The first thing is, it has this auto hold function. So you push a button and when you come to a stop, doesn't matter what gradient you're on, up, down, flat, yeah. it'll hold the car there. You don't have to put your foot on the brake, nothing. So that was a neat feature. It had probably, arguably the best level two. Um, Autonomy sort of system. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> no, a cruise control, adaptive cruise control that I've, I've been in with lane keep assist. Yeah. Um, and well, we'll put a picture of me in the car up here. Um, and so, so that that's the one feature. 
What I didn't know about this Kia was that it's got vehicle-to-grid capabilities. Can I guess what that is? I'm assuming understanding where the next charging station is. No. Okay. So you can power your house with the car. Oh, nice. nice. Vehicle-to-grid. Okay. You can power your house. You can send electricity back into the grid. It's got that, 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 that yeah. feature. It's got a 350-kilowatt capability inverter on it. So what's the range that you have? It's got a about? very, very good range. It's, uh, it's range, I mean, when I, when I got the car, it wasn't 100%, and there was like 450 Ks left on the range. Wow. Um, and, uh, and it just looks beautiful. Yeah. It's got sure. these lines that just look futuristic. You climb in the car and there's screens. Mm. Looks like an EV. Um, my first impression of this car, of, of the Kia EV6, was it wasn't an ICE vehicle trying to be an EV. Yeah. Many manufacturers have created ICE vehicles, uh, sorry, created EVs that are ICE vehicles trying to be an EV. This is not an ICE vehicle trying to be an EV. This is an EV. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's many, many other features. It's, it's won an award for its indicator system. Mm. You put your indicator on and a circle appears on the, on the screen with the rear-facing camera, well, the, the wing mirror camera okay. facing backwards. Okay. Okay. So Much better execution. Yeah. Than I've than, than than I've seen in any other car. Of all the EVs you've driven in the last two years, now I think it's been about. Where would you rank it on that list? I think at the very top you had iX. iX40 is still my favorite EV. Okay. Um, next to my Jaguar I-Pace. Mm. Um, and I would say that this Kia, because it's it's not quite the premium premium stitched yeah. leather, all that stuff. It's also not cheapy, cheapy. It's kind of in that mid range, okay. um, and uh, and but well executed EV. There were so many features on this car that I that I really appreciated. Um, the uh, um, uh, the regenerative braking. You use the paddle shift similar to Audi and uh, I think Mercedes, yeah. um, where the paddle shift is used to change the regenerative braking. Um, but that that was normal. Um, but there are so many little features on this car that I thought was just, just well, about the user well just, thought uh, through. Yeah, exactly. That's hundred percent. Actually, interesting. Before we leave, before we leave, I I recently looked at the numbers in terms of which manufacturer is getting quite the most in terms of EVs. I'm not going to reveal that now because I think we can do an article about it. But you can um, reveal it. I, I will reveal to you. Now close doors. Maybe in the next. Episode. <laughs> you know what you've done to the users now. <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe the next episode will be the students' articles out. But yeah, thank you very much. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Uh, all I have for you today, George. Jeez, I'll try that again. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Go Alonso. <laughs>